Um, um, we are going to be joined by uh, another person in just a moment. I'm going to give him a bit of an introduction. Yeah. We're going to be speaking to Nathan May, an Arabana Yarrawu Marijabin man um, calling uh, Corner Adelaide Country. Um, where he's been making music lately. Um, he's celebrating a new single called It's Gotta Start Somewhere um, and has been described as a country slash soul artist. Uh, Nathan, how are you? Yeah, good. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it's and, all right, um, Nathan. Really good. Really good pronunciations of my tribe, by the way. Oh. Um, you're the best. Um, that <laughs> Everybody's done and had a crack at it. So thanks, oh, no worries. Doing a good job. <laughs> well, it is an <laughs> honour to have you on the show. Really, really glad that you're joining us here today. Um, I think you have quite a story um, of just your background in, in music in general. Um, you grew up in the Northern Territory, um, but have been recently moved to South Australia to, to make music. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, about, oh, recently, about 12 years, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, recently. Roundabout. <laughs> um, but you also, like, as a child, I guess, weren't really sure what you were going to do, um, but then you met former US President Barack Obama. Yeah, that was great, that was a great experience. Um, yeah, very, very interesting um, way we met him, actually, too, but... Um, if you want to know the story, yeah, um, do you want to, to do you want to take us through that? Because Sarah and I have not met Barack Obama, no. and you've met Barack Obama, so I think we need to connect the dots. <laughs> yeah. So I was um, invited to go and watch him speak, and um, I was invited with all, all the students that were in my school at the time, and I was in year twelve, and um, so we ended up watching him talk, and then everybody kind of started going towards. Obama and um, everybody wanted to meet him and my teacher was there who was a ex um, Paralympian swimmer gold medalist wow. um, Judith Green and and um, she kind of pushed us all the way up to the front everybody moved away like moved out the way for her and she pushed us right at the front and then we kind of snuck into a bit of a gap and uh, yeah I just started singing out brack brack and he came over to us it was um, and then had those quick kind of um, interaction, conversation with him and, you know, just asking what year I was in and what I wanted to do after year 12. And I just said, you know, I have no idea. And um, he said, I can do and be whatever I want to be. So that was kind of my first point where I wanted to move away and just try and chase a dream. I mean, yeah, if if Barack Obama said something like that to me, I think I too would also have um, bit of a yeah. life change. Was that all he said? Did, did all he say you can do and be whatever you want to and that was it? Yeah. I had the conversation about, um, you know, what what year I was in and yeah. then he asked me what mm. I wanted to wanted to do and it was actually really quick. It was like about three to four minutes. It was kind of wow. got our photos quickly. Ju- Julia Gillard was right next to us. She tried to talk to us but I didn't really want to borrow a bell or <laughs> talking to you were like i'm here for barack, barack only <laughs> yeah yeah and um you know so that was that was a quick in, like interaction with him it was probably i wouldn't say it was longer than two to three minutes yeah but, i find um, it because he was just i find it so fascinating that in this appearance there's probably so many moments just like yours um where Whatever he said has been short and sweet, but it's stuck with 
them for a really long time. And do you think that was a big part of why you decided to make the jump down to South Australia and sort of pursue music? There was a few other things. Like I just, I didn't want to be up in an environment where I wasn't going too much. Like I wasn't getting getting much done up in Darwin and there was a lot of people that were um, in a circle that they just, you know, couldn't get out of. And, you know, um, I, I grew up with a with a pretty a, a cohort of people who we all kind of really struggled and our families were really, um, you know, um, a lot of alcohol abuse and, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of those things where we had to try and get out of those situations or, you know, we were always the ones that were helping our family and trying to be there. So I definitely wanted to get out of that. Um, circle and you know I had the opportunity to come to Adelaide so I took it up. And I, I think that kind of story that you're mentioning the connection to family and the I guess connection to home kind of comes out as a theme in the song that we're going to mainly the songs be that we're going to talk about today it's got to start somewhere um, is the track about your uh, the, the tracks about your family particularly your grandparents do you want us run, to run us through the story of the song? Yeah, well, um, so basically, um, my grandmother is from Mari, South Australia. They're Arabana people, um, and her mum was a, a woman of culture, and she spoke language fluently. And um, and my great grandfather, my grandmother's father, was a white man from England um, who came over to work on the railway line um, here in South Australia, and he kind of, um, kind of didn't allow culture and language into the house um, and didn't want it around the kids and um, kind of really forced my nana to not learn too much about her culture, and which is very sad. And, um, you know, because every time I used to ask my grandmother questions in high school and um, about the pe- our people, our tribe down in um, South Australia, she, she couldn't really answer. Um, so, yeah, that it was about... Um, telling my grandmother's story and how she um, lost a lot of like her culture and lost a lot of knowledge about her country and the language um, just from one you know action from her dad. Yeah, I, I can sense a lot of that throughout the lyrics, and it's obviously um, there's a lot of emotion that is filled with it. Something that I find really interesting is that you've taken sort of country music as the genre. Uh, to express all of this emotion and all of this pain and history through. Um, what was it that led you to the genre? Um, yeah, I've always, I think I've always, I loved country music um, as a young kid. And and it was kind of, you know, my, my nana and um, my granddad, when we, I used to go over their houses, um, you know, they were always playing Slim Dusty or um, all these old country musicians so like I've always been I always loved a good story and how how like country artists bring out a story and um you know whether it's heartache or whether it's pain and loss or you know um whether it's a it's a story that needs to be told an important one country music seems like they just it just gets it out and um it, it resonated with me a lot so um yeah, like I, that. That was. It was always going to be. That story was always going to be told in in a country style, holistic way, and um, 
you know, I was pretty happy to co-write the song with James Gillard and Luke O'Shea, who's, um, you know, a, a country, Australian country artist legend um, in his own right. So, yeah, it was it was always going to be that. But, yeah, that, like, it's got, it's got to start somewhere. It was mainly about that conversation of telling people's stories and, you know, um, about um, the Aboriginal history and everybody's history, you know. Like, there's a lot of history that is untold. Um, so it was more about a conversation of, um, yeah, starting the conversation within, you know, issues anywhere around the world. Which I feel is important because that's where country music's origins actually began. I feel like now, in the year 2023, when we think of country music, we kind of think of pickup trucks and Texas and America. Mm-hmm. But really, like, early country music was uh, storytelling and was yeah. stories of pain and history. Um, so it's kind of awesome yeah. that you're continuing the legacy of country music through through your music in that sense. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's it's just the right thing to do and um, to be able to tell these stories and um, to do it with other legends as well, like with other just awesome people. Um, is yeah, it's 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 amazing, and uh, I've, I've really been enjoying the whole experience. Even just the singles that dropped less than a week, I'm, I've just so been so happy of the feedback and what people think of it, and you know. Um, yeah, just thankful for everybody who's gotten around it. Well, I think you're going to get uh, floods of more positive feedback because um, we're going to drop the track for all of our listeners now. Um, before we do play it for the lovely Hoist listeners, do you have anything else um, you want to tell our listeners about the song or anything they should glean from from listening to it? Yeah, I think um, I think just have listened to the story and. Um, like, you know, there's, a, there's an important thing that's going to be happening um, for all Aboriginal people in the next few months. And, you know, this song wasn't um, pointed towards the referendum and stuff, but I think it's just a good time to put something like this out there because, you know, there's a lot of talk about it. And, you know, I, I just think with anything, it's got to start somewhere. You've just got to start it and um, and see how it goes, you know. And I think that's for everything. you just got to got to start doing it and and seeing how it goes you know and um it's and positive it's a positive um song and um you know i'm not blaming anybody i'm not pointing fingers at anybody i think that's that's just the whole idea of it and for me i you know i put put a bit of um data language in it which is um nupaji nupaji is which is like you know you you help you help each other you know if if, nupaji nupaji is like if you somebody does something for you then you just got to return the favor as well so Absolutely. i think that's that that was the really important message that I, I really wanted to point out in the song well yeah we're definitely going to be keeping that in mind as we play uh nathan may's new track it's got to start somewhere thank you so much nathan for joining us on the show tonight no worries thanks for having me i enjoyed it and um i hope you all have a good night thank you you, <laughs> you too. too see you nathan um, we are going to be joined by uh, another person in just a moment. I'm going to give him a bit of an introduction. Yeah. We're going to be speaking to Nathan May, an Arabana Yarrawu marriage bin man um, calling uh, Corner Adelaide Country, um, where he's been making music lately. Um, he's celebrating a new single called It's Gotta Start Somewhere um, and has been described as a country slash soul artist. 
Uh, Nathan, how are you? Yeah, good. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it's and, all right, um, Nathan. Really good, really good pronunciations of my tribe, by the way. Oh. Um, you're the best um, that <laughs> anybody's done had a crack at it. So oh, no worries. doing a good job. <laughs> well, it is an <laughs> honour to have you on the show. Really, really glad that you're joining us here today. Um, I think you have quite a story um, of just your background in, in music in general. Um, you grew up in the Northern Territory, um, but have been recently moved to South Australia to, to make music. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. About, oh, recently, about 12 years. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, recently. Roundabout. <laughs> um, but you also, like, as a child, I guess, weren't really sure what you were going to do. Um, but then you met former US President Barack Obama. Yeah, that was great. That was a great experience. Um, yeah, very, very interesting um, way we met him, actually, too. But um, if you want to know the story. Yeah, do, do, you wanna, to. do you want to take us through that? Because <laughs> Sarah and I have not met Barack Obama, no. and you've met Barack Obama. So I think we need to connect the dots. <laughs> yeah. So I was um, invited to go and watch him speak, and um, I was invited with all, all the students that were in my school at the time, and I was in year 12, and um, so we ended up, watching him talk and then everybody kind of started going towards Obama and um, everybody wanted to meet him. And my teacher was there who was a ex um, Paralympian swimmer, gold medalist, wow. um, Judith Green. And, and um, she kind of pushed us all the way up to the front. Everybody moved away, like moved out the way for her. And she pushed us right at the front and then we kind of snuck into a bit of a gap. And uh, yeah, I just started singing out brack, brack and, he came over to us. It was, um, and then had those quick kind of um, interaction conversation with him, and you know, just asking what year I was in and what I wanted to do after year twelve. And I just said, you know, I have no idea. And um, he said, I can do and be whatever I want to be. So that was kind of my first point where I wanted to move away and just try and chase a dream. I mean, yeah. If if Barack Obama said something like that to me, I think I too would also have. Um, bit of a yeah. life change. Was that all he said? Did, did all he say you can do and be whatever you want to and that was it? Yeah. I had the conversation about, um, you know, what what year I was in and yeah. then he asked me what mm. I wanted to wanted to do and it was actually really quick. It was like about three to four minutes. It was kind of wow. got our photos quickly. Julia Gillard was right next to us. She tried to talk to us, but I didn't really want to borrow a bell <laughs> or talking to You were like, I'm here for Barack, Obama. Barack only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so that was that was a quick in, like interaction with him. It was probably, I wouldn't say it was longer than two to three minutes. Yeah, but, I find um, it. Because he was just... I find it so fascinating that in this appearance, there's probably so many moments just like yours um, where whatever he said has been short and sweet, but it's stuck with them for a really long time. And do you think that was a big part of why you decided to make the jump down to South Australia and sort of pursue music? And there was a few other things. Like I just, I didn't want to be up in an environment where I wasn't going too much. Like I wasn't getting getting much done up in Darwin and there's a lot of people that were um, in a circle that they just, you know, couldn't get out of. And, you know, um, I, I grew up with a, with a pretty 
a cohort of people who we all kind of really struggled and our families were really, um, you know, um, a lot of alcohol abuse and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of those things where we had to try and get out of those situations or, you know, we were always the ones that were helping our family and trying to be there. So I definitely wanted to get out of that um, circle and, you know, I had the opportunity to come to Adelaide. So I took it up. And I, I think that kind of story that you're mentioning, the connection to family and the, I guess, connection to home kind of comes out as a theme in the song that we're going to, mainly the songs be that we're going to talk about today. It's got to start somewhere. Um, is the track about your uh, the, the tracks about your family, particularly your grandparents? Do you want us run to run us through the story of the song? Yeah, well, um, so basically, um, my grandmother is from Maori, South Australia. They're Arabana people, um, and her mum was a, a woman of culture, and she spoke language fluently. And um, and my great grandfather, my grandmother's father, was a white man from England. Um, who came over to work on the railway line um, here in South Australia, and he kind of um, kind of didn't allow culture and language into the house, um, and didn't want it around the kids, and um, kind of really forced my nana to not learn too much about her culture, and which is very sad, and um, you know, because every time I used to ask my grandmother questions in high school and um, about the people, our people, our tribe down in um, South Australia, she she couldn't really answer. Um, so yeah, that, it was about um, telling my grandmother's story and how she um, lost a lot of like her culture and lost a lot of knowledge about her country and the language um, just from one you know action from her dad. Yeah, I can sense a lot of that throughout the lyrics, and it's obviously. Um there's a lot of emotion that is filled with it. Something that I find really interesting is that you've taken sort of country music as the genre uh, to express all of this emotion and all of this pain and history through. Um, what was it that led you to the genre? Um, yeah, I've always, I think I've always, I loved country music um, as a young kid and and it was kind of, you know, my, my nana and, um, my granddad, when we, I used to go over their houses, um, you know, they were always playing Slim Dusty or um, all these old country musicians. So, I, like, I've always been, I always loved a good story and how, how like, country artists bring out a story and, um, you know, whether it's heartache or whether it's pain and loss or, you know, um, whether it's a, it's a story that needs to be told, an important one. Country music seems like they just it just gets it out, and um, yeah. it, it resonated with me a lot. So um, yeah, like I'm, that that was it was always going to be that story was always going to be told in, in a country stylistic way, and um, you know I was pretty happy to co-write the song with James Gillard and Luke O'Shea, who's um, you know a, a country. Australian country artist legend um, in his own right. So yeah, it was it was always going to be that. But yeah, that like it's got, it's got to start somewhere. It was mainly about that conversation of telling people's stories and you know um, about um, the Aboriginal history and everybody's history. You know, like there's a lot of history that is untold. Um, so it was more about a conversation of 
um, yeah, starting the conversation within, you know, issues anywhere around the world. Which I feel is important because that's where country music's origins actually began. I feel like now in the year 2023, when we think of country music, we kind of think of pickup trucks and Texas and America, mm-hmm. but really like early country music was uh, storytelling and was yeah. stories of pain and history. Um, so it's kind of awesome yeah. that you're continuing the legacy of country music through through your music in that sense. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's it's just the right thing to do and um, to be able to tell these stories and um, to do it with other legends as well, like with other just awesome people. Um, is yeah, it's 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 amazing, and uh, I've really been enjoying the whole experience. Even just the singles that dropped less than a week, I'm I've just so been so happy of the feedback and what people think of it, and you know. Um, yeah, just thankful for everybody who's gotten around it. Well, I think you're going to get uh, floods of more positive feedback because um, we're going to drop the track for all of our listeners now. Um, before we do play it for the lovely Hoist listeners, do you have anything else um, you want to tell our listeners about the song or anything they should glean from from listening to it? Yeah, I think um, I think just have listened to the story and. Um, like, you know, there's, a, there's an important thing that's going to be happening um, for all Aboriginal people in the next few months. And, you know, this song wasn't um, pointed towards the referendum and stuff, but I think it's just a good time to put something like this out there because, you know, there's a lot of talk about it. And, you know, I, I just think with anything, it's got to start somewhere. You've just got to start it and um, and see how it goes, you know. And I think that's for everything. you just got to got to start doing it and, and seeing how it goes, you know, and um, it's and posit- it's a positive um, song and, um, you know, I'm not blaming anybody or not pointing fingers at anybody. I think that's that's just the whole idea of it. And for me, I, you know, I put, put a bit of um, pitted out of language in it, which is Napaji um, Napajis, which is like, you know, you, you, you help you help each other, you know. Napaji Napaji is like if you somebody does something for you then you just got to return the favor as well so Absolutely. i think that's that that was the really important message that I, I really wanted to point out in the song well yeah we're definitely going to be keeping that in mind as we play uh nathan may's new track it's got to start somewhere thank you so much nathan for joining us on the show tonight no worries thanks for having me i enjoyed it and um i hope you all have a good night thank you you, <laughs> you too. too see you nathan 